You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Tommy B, Chickapedia, Black Cat, and Monica. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 252nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Today, the infamous Wheel of Terror selected two newer horror films for us to watch. Uh, We have Brandon Cronenberg's Possessor and M. Night Shyamalan's Old. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Possessor is up on Hulu and Canopy, and Old is on HBO, so check those out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. And in reality, I think it's probably okay to listen to Old. It depends if you are into... I mean, if if you're... If you're into M. Night's, like quote-unquote twists i don't know if it's necessarily was a it twist. a twist i don't think it was a twist personally yeah but you never know i don't know i mean as people... far as m night Shyamalan movies go i'd say the twist factor is pretty low very low in this <laughs> but you never know and possessor i would say watch it first because i don't even think possessor really you can spoil any i mean maybe i don't know a tiny bit maybe but yeah. i would i liked going in not knowing anything yeah, I definitely went in very, uh, very fresh. Yeah. Um, so take that where you will. Yeah. Before we move on. It is so hot here in Southern California. <laughs> we are having a heat wave out of nowhere. Yeah. Not appreciated. So if you hear my fan in the back, I'm doing a test run recording with my fan on because I'm not going to make it through summer without a fan on when I'm recording. So hopefully yeah. we're editing it out. Well, and but I have if you my hear front buzzing, door open. That's why. So you'll hear buzzing and maybe people be, or cars, maybe, maybe both. Or maybe you're <laughs> listening to this and you're like, just start the show. It sounds yeah. great. Shut up, bees. And okay. I'll be like, be Fair respectful. Enough. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but before we jump into today's films, let's get started with the segment that we like to call Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Smile. It has a September 30th release date. It's written and directed by Parker Finn. It's his first feature-length film. Uh, The IMDb summary is, After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying new reality. It was a very emotional reading. I, yeah. I think exercising before recording really helps me just Channel. like boost up the energy, you know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. Um, I feel like smiling is creepy. We have creepy smile. It just made me think of Marianne with that like stretched CGI smile, you know? Oh. Is um, that what it made you? You know what it made me think of? What? Truth or dare. Oh, true, true, true. The trailer. That's what it looked like specifically. to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot of like, every time they they say truth or dare, there's like a creepy smile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think 
I think this could go either way. I feel like we are given all of the things in the trailer. I especially, at the end, I didn't like the last. Like, I don't understand why we need to, like, end on a weird jump scare with trailers. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I liked the jump scare, though. I'm not really, going to lie. Really, that, like, weird falling head one? Yeah, I'm like, it was so dumb, but I loved movie. it. I, I love like, that shit. It. I like to be surprised and like i wouldn't have been expecting that but now i am no i mean i get what you're saying like i don't like it being in the trailer but i giggled i enjoyed it at (sighs) the time of watching it yeah i was just like oh come on i think i said that outside like out loud to myself um i will see it though that being said it doesn't look special no (laughs) but I do love a goofy, bad, jump scare kind of movie. <laughs> I can't help it. I love them. Uh, they bring me joy. Uh, I mean, and they're always fun. I mean, that's my favorite kind of horror movie to see in a theater. Where it's oh, for not, sure. It's not like really scary, but there's good jump scares and the story's kind of funny and weird. I mean, th- this doesn't look any different than a lot of movies it's not there's nothing in this trailer that i haven't seen a million times before but i still want to see it (laughs) same and kyle gallner's in it and i love him so don't know who that is uh the guy on the phone you you would know him if you saw him he's been in uh, oh 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 oh. yeah 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 that guy yeah he was in scream but he they was wasted sure anyway uh go down that road um so yeah, I'll see it. I'm and we can talk about it and it'll be fun. I mean, yeah. It does it look like an amazing horror movie? No. Does it even look scary? Probably not. But I love I love jump scares at the theater. Yeah. It's definitely a theater movie for me. You definitely might have like one or two dumb jump scares, you know? I would appreciate. You know what other movie is like not that great, but I just loved it in the theater because it was so much fun is Lights what? Out. It doesn't make any oh, sense. Same. But it's so like jump scary and I love that. Because I'm not actually scared, you know, yeah. it's just it's like going on a roller coaster. It's fun tension. Like it builds yeah. that really fun tension. Yeah, it's not there's no sense of dread, you Mm-mm. know, it's just kind of like when is it happening? Like you're expecting yeah. it. It's like the tension is because you're expecting something to happen. And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. But it's like always fun to like it's, the journey is fun. And as you like watch more and more movies with jump scares, you start to like, you know, the timing of the jump scare yeah most of the time but one you know if they get me one time i'm stoked you know yes that's why i think that's why i love insidious so much because even though that one jump scare is coming and you know it's coming it still gets you every Every single time time. (laughs) every time because the timing is so weird yeah that you can never quite pinpoint it no brilliant so fucking, good. That's what James Wan is fucking good at. That's that all is, he needs to be doing. Yeah, as far as I'm he is, concerned, he's so good at timing the perfect jump scare. He really is. He because really he always is. he waits a little longer than like yeah. what you need to, and it kind of catches you off guard. And then he's like, "Just kidding, I'm doing it." Because there's the thing where you're like, "Oh, are they going to do a jump scare right now?" Yep. Oh no, they would have done it right now. But then yep. while you're thinking that last part in the middle of it, the jump scare happens. Boom! There it is. <laughs> And you're like, fuck, every time. Every time. <laughs> so let's see how uh, Parker Finn's jump scare uh, skills are. Uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and see then. how that jump scare choreography works. Let's in, do it. Uh, in smile. Fingers crossed. Fingers okay. Fingers crossed. 
Moving on. Uh, what's our first film we're discussing today, Miss Carly? We are going to be discussing Possessor from 2020, written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg, who did Antiviral. The IMDb summary is, an agent works for a secretive organization that uses brain implant technology to inhibit other people's bodies, ultimately driving them to commit assassinations for high-paying clients. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That is it. That's the plot. Straight and to the point. <laughs> Good job, IMDb. Who wrote that? <laughs> Brandon Cronenberg did. <laughs> I mean, there's grammar. It yep. makes sense. You can mm-hmm. read it. Yeah. And it's actually what the movie's about. So That's true. A plus, A plus IMDb summary. We're impressed. Uh, <laughs> um, so as I mentioned earlier already, uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, by this movie I wasn't really expecting much um I try not to have high expectations for children of famous people (laughs) same you know and um it's not fair to them it's not fair to me Haley don't hiss at the dog sorry I'm trying to keep a fight from happening oh my god oh my god she almost attacked him it's okay (laughs) everyone it's okay I'm leaving this in um (laughs) It would have been really bad if I didn't do that, though. It would have been way louder and distract- more distracting. Um, and I would have had to clean up blood. So I you know, better that we don't have to do that. I uh, <laughs> Tensions are high when we start talking about Possessor. I know, right? Um, so, yeah, I did have high expectations. I love the poster for this movie. <laughs> and that's really all I knew about it. I knew it was Brandon Cronenberg. Um, I was expecting sci-fi and I yeah. got it. Yeah. Um, I was not expecting the level of body horror and gore that we received, which I should have been, you know. Literally, my first note is body horror right out the gate. Amy is happy. I was. (laughs) Actually, my first words were, oh, okay, you are your father's son. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, it can go either way. I feel like when... We have children of filmmakers making films where it can, you know, are they going to try and be just like their parents or are they right. tr- going to try and go a completely different way to kind of detach their name, you know? And um, I, I think, think he did a very good job of a little bit of both, yeah. to be honest, because yeah. I feel like this movie is a lot more cohesive than mm-hmm. some of, especially like the earlier works, you know? Um, I really like how we just kind of jump in at the at the beginning. When like, David Cronenberg does sci-fi, he tends to get really focused on the sci-fi right. and not as focused on the story. Um, and yeah. Brandon does. Brandon seems to be um, willing to spend more time on the story here. Yeah, uh, which is a little it makes it a little easier to to watch for sure. Yeah. And to follow. Sometimes. He also, like, he conveys it really well. Like, yeah. I understood what was happening the entire time, even though, like, it wasn't always 100% spelled out, you know? It, yeah, it's not it, – that's not to say that it's not, like, artistic and totally. that he doesn't get creative with his storytelling techniques, but you can still follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, all the special effects that they do are, like, in-camera. So it's, like, either practical effects or in-camera effects. They didn't do a lot of, like, after-the-fact kind of, you know, computer-generated effects, which I really appreciate because right. there's a lot of, like, weird, creepy stuff going on, especially – when we're in someone's brain and yeah 
seeing what's going on in the brain. Um, that cool mask thing that happens with our that main character's so face getting like broken and then yeah. taken off and it's all disjoint. It's really cool. It's it really is. cool looking. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't expecting a lot. I was very pleasantly surprised. I would watch this again. I liked it. It's funny because I was like, I really, really liked this movie, but like, I'm good. Like, I don't yeah. need to revisit it, you know? Like, I wouldn't revisit it right away. But sure. I, I'd say a few years down the road, I would rewatch this and I would oh, yeah. recommend it to people, especially Absolutely. fans of David Cronenberg. Absolutely. Yeah. It's beautiful, too. Yeah. Like, not only is the story told really well, it's gorgeous. That shot of the hotel when, like, they're walking in at the beginning was, like, so beautiful. And I loved the action sequence that we get right out of the gate when we yeah. like, get our first assassination. It's so cool. Um, there, yeah, it's gruesome. There is yeah. gore. There is body horror. There is a lot of, like, injecting brain things and uh lots of very sadistic stabbing yes oh my god so much stabbing yeah like a lot of stabbing yeah (laughs) um and as much as like i I like the the way that we're developing characters because it's not a lot done through dialogue um but it still really works yeah, like he's a I know, shower and it works. It really does, and and it's hard to do that. I think, especially where our main character Toss, who is this woman, is constantly going in people's brains and killing people. Yeah, um, you know, is becoming more and more disjointed. I mean, we don't really even see her over a long period of time, but we're still able to notice the differences in what's happening to her, um, her I, PTSD I and her her Mm -hmm. i don't know morals kind of stretching (laughs) i think it's interesting because i feel like this is one of the few movies where we don't even really know taz as a character because we meet her when she's kind of going through a point where she doesn't even really recognize herself Mm -hmm. but we still have like an idea of obviously like her worth that her work ethic, like how she sort of was in the past, like with her yeah. ex and her kid. Yeah. And it's just like we are putting the pieces together of who she is as she kind of is, but also as she's kind of pushing that aside to focus on like her job. Absolutely. It's, and it's genuinely very good storytelling. Yeah. Uh, it's super it, good. It pays respect to the viewer, um, you know, giving them the opportunity to draw these conclusions themselves without mm-hmm. spelling it out, but also like giving you the pieces to actually do that. Not just, you know, yes, not just hoping you figure it out. It's actually giving you everything you need to figure it out. Exactly. Um, and I appreciate that. It's hard. It's hard to do that. I think as a storyteller to really do that um, in this way. Um, Absolutely. Especially when you have two personalities in one body. Yeah. And trying to distinguish, like, what's going on with yeah. person A and what's going on with person B. Yeah. So I'm I'm honestly very impressed by Brandon Cronenberg, especially because this is only his second uh, feature-length yeah. film. Um, the writing is awesome. The directing is awesome. Really, no complaints. I'm excited to see more from him. I think he's going to have, like, a huge hit on his hands in the future. I could see him becoming kind of a big deal because this wasn't the people don't really talk about this movie much, but they should. I think it's good. 
Yeah, no, I think it came out at kind of a weird time, obviously. I remember, like I said, this was in the um, drive-in theaters, so it didn't really get, it came out in 2020. It didn't really get that, like, I think it was big in, like, the horror community and the, obviously, like, the Cronenberg community. Yeah. But not um, wide, wide release, obviously. Yeah. I mean... I think I could see him putting out something big in the future is what I'm trying to say. I think he has the chops for it. Obviously, he's good at writing. And like I said, his style is, you know, it's reminiscent of his father's, but it's really its own thing. So it's his own thing. Yeah. I, again, pleasantly surprised. If I do, I do have some complaints, though. I mean, I think it's not perfect. There is some weird pacing about three quarters of the way through where like it suddenly slows down just way too much for me. I did get a little bored when I feel like some of the stuff with um oh Colin could have been a little edited. Yeah. I feel like we get it but we kept on having to get it. Like it 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 dragged for me and I was like Let's just get to it. You know what I mean? So basically what happens is our main character, you know, goes in the brains of these people to complete assassinations. When she goes into this particular man's brain, Colin, she is there for what? Three days. She has three days to complete, which is she has to kill um, his girlfriend, his girlfriend's father, and then the man that she's inside of. So... It's, um, I wish we spent, it, the way we're seeing her and Colin, I kind of wish we got more of Colin before she was in his brain. Yeah. I think it, like, just more of her watching him. Um, there is a brief scene, but I don't necessarily have a feeling for what he is like. And I don't get a huge feeling of what he was like when she was in him and the way people were interacting with him, people were saying, Oh, you're acting a little weird, but I didn't really get what that meant. Like, how was he acting weird? I don't know. So like, I, I would have liked a little bit more time getting to know him that way. The interactions between her and him in his brain, I think would have just been a little bit stronger and made that part of the film more interesting. It was just a little bit slow feeling because they couldn't put as much in that section. Sure. Does that make sense? No, it does. Um, I have like I was like, oh, this guy must be the most boring person ever. If everybody but his girlfriend thinks that he's fine, like because everybody's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. And they're like, okay, but she's the only one that's like, you're being really weird. Like, I'm not yeah. gonna let this go. You know, yeah. even like his mistresses or whatever. Of <laughs> <laughs> which he has one at least, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. I thought the ending was good. I so basically my favorite my favorite. The my, ending was like oh shit. The ending was like oh shit and I it took me a minute after the film ended to really like absorb what that meant. So I was emotional about not knowing the aftermath of now Gerder and Taz's relationship because like that was very bold. Of Girder to do, so, I think. Well, yeah. So just to back up for people who haven't seen this, Taz is, you know, has this relationship with Girder, who is Jennifer Jason Lee's uh, character. And she basically 
is her, I guess, Toss's boss. She's, Mm -hmm. you know, helping her, you know, take projects on and um, basically acts like she cares about her. I mean, I feel like, especially at the beginning of the film, that she cares about Toss. Um, I don't know that she does. I think no, she no, cares no. about Taz. No, no, no. But at the Taz's... beginning of the fil- film, no, I'm saying. Even, I think even then, because Taz is like, I need a break. And she's like, well, I need you to do this other thing. I, I always just kind of felt that it was a work. Like, you're my best, so I just want to keep on putting you in. Mm, okay. I mean, that's fair. I didn't feel that way. I felt like she was trying to tell her, like, oh, you and your your husband broke up. Like, maybe you don't remember because you're in and out of people's brains yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's how I took that comment. But, I mean, I could see I could see it coming. I mean, now, obviously, knowing the ending, I feel yeah. more strongly and agree with you on that. But at the time, I didn't take it like she was being bad to her or anything. Um, we know Toss is... Feels some sort of remorse. We know Taz is dealing with some PTSD issues. And when Taz goes home to her ex-husband and her son, um, you know, she's practicing before she goes in the door. How would I normally act? Here are the things I would normally say, Um, which is kind of really heartbreaking to watch. Um, And then. Gosh, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, and then so basically (laughs) Jennifer Jason Lee's character at the end is in her son saving her life at the end, which leads us to wonder how long has her son had this implant? Yeah. Which it can't be that soon. I don't think it was quick that her son had the ability to have this implant that they could just go in his brain. No, I think that's I think that Jennifer Jason Lee was using the sun to spy on Taz. Yes. Probably the whole time. Yeah. Super shitty. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like that affects Taz at the end. You that's know? why I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I wish that Taz woke up and like killed Gerd or no, something she's like done. extra. She, her brain is gone. That's why they were like, she's having brain damage. Like oh, the yeah. more and more we leave her in there and she's like, leave her in. Leave her in. She didn't care. She wanted it to be more damage so she'd have more control. So it's just, yeah, I mean, the whole whole point of, we also should, like, talk about the socioeconomic kind of reasoning behind this film is we have these rich people paying money to this company to basically hijack people, make them assassins, and then kill them. And so it's insanely upset like nobody knows that this exists i mean technically this could be happening today and you know in terms of it actually existing could this really happen today i mean if the technology's there i don't see why not this could be some super secret crazy thing because who would know that these people are being possessed nobody to kill yeah to kill people and then you know i mean i'm just saying so we have that, but we have, you know, these poor, poorer people are the ones being affected by these richer people wanting them to die. And so I just think it's really interesting. You're thinking Toss is part of this big company, these rich people, these, but really she's a victim just as much as anyone else is a victim in this story. So I think it's just like a really interesting um, storytelling device to like make her seem like this part of this machine and then really she's just part of 
part of the victims affected by the machine. Yeah. I don't know if I explained that right, but that was my attempt at it. I got you. (laughs) It sounded right. (laughs) So anyway, I I recommend it. I enjoyed Possessor. Same. All right. Check and we it weren't out. sure. You didn't seem very excited to watch it. I was, I was ap- not apprehensive, but I was like, I think I'm trying to think of the word that I want to say. Hesitant, but like in a good way. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to go in excited. I didn't want to go in not excited. I was like very neutral going in. Right. I hear. I you. didn't have okay. an expectation either way. All right. Cool. Yeah. Let's talk about expectations. Let's go on to our next film. (laughs) Next film up is Old from 2021. It's directed by M. Night Shyamalan. It's based on the graphic novel Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters. The IMDb summary is a vacationing family discovers that the secluded beach where they're relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly. Reducing their entire lives into a single day. Yeah. Hmm. I I think that's like the non-spoilery explanation. Sure, sure, sure. So. (laughs) This is your first watch. I, it is. And last. (laughs) Hopefully. Um. (laughs) So I did some research. I wish I had time to like read sandcastle a little bit Uh, i did not so i did some research on sandcastle and the similarities there's a great collider article about you know what's different between sandcastle and old you know what did m night Shyamalan take from sandcastle and what did he kind of just make his own because i wanted to make sure that the things that i tear apart aren't from this graphic novel and none of them are so Everything that I hate about this movie is because of M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> That's fair. I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Uh, if you're thinking, oh, maybe that was the name of the character, or maybe that was what happened in the graphic novel. No, no, it is not. I know what we're talking about. Oh, there's so many things, Carly. Well, I know the I know the character name oh that God. we're discussing. <laughs> I... So you saw this in theaters. I sure did. So I was texting you the whole... I wish I didn't text you the whole time I was watching it, but I couldn't help it because I had so many (laughs) thoughts and I couldn't write them all down. You know, I just had to talk it out a little bit. I get it. I I enjoy it and I don't think that it ruins anything about our conversation. Well, I hope not. So please tell our listeners about your um, experience in the theater with this film. Oh, um, (laughs) so I was excited but also very cautiously excited because I feel like my history with M. Night Shyamalan is I always not always that's not fair to say but a lot of times with his movies I don't love them and then I'll revisit them like years later and I'll be like oh okay I get it this is not I don't think this is going to be one of those films it wasn't this film for me a year later after seeing it yeah um it feels like just one big joke and it's weird because we have really good actors in this movie that Mm -hmm. we have gail garcia bernal we have uh rufus sewell we have alex wolf we have thomas and mckenzie like these great actors that we know have chops right 
And yeah. this movie is just so flat, so overacted. But I don't, it's not their fault. I think it's just the way that everything is kind of shot together. And even I That's feel like. That's his directing style. I mean, just in general, we always yeah. have good actors in M. Night Shyamalan movies. I can't think yes. of one where there's unknown people not doing a good job. I think the problem is never the actors. The problem no. is the directing. <laughs> no. And everything just feels, we have a lot of like M. Night's, you know, like the the one shots that kind of span the whole beach one way and then do you know what I mean? And then go back the other way, but it doesn't make it. I don't know if it makes it more chaotic, but not in like the way that the scene needs. It just makes it more like this is laughable. I, (sighs) I laughed. Oh, almost the entirety of the film. Like (laughs) I watched it like a comedy and I was like, well, maybe this is like, Oh, I don't remember the name of that movie where th- with the kids visiting the grandparents. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. The Visit. The Visit. I was yeah. like, maybe it's like The Visit where it's supposed to be funny. No, no. Nowhere on IMDb does it say comedy. <laughs> and honestly, I think if they played it as more of a comedy, I would have been fine with it. But I because feel like they should, should have committed one way or the other. They should have committed to comedy. Like, they should have. There's not there's nothing scary going on. No, and everybody's making really frustratingly dumb decisions. Frustrating the dialogue is awful. Like so really awful. truly awful. Like I I don't know. I was telling Carly, I'm like, doesn't M Night Shyamalan have someone there to be like, "Hey, let me bounce ideas off you. And then they tell him that they're bad ideas because it's like, there's so many bad things. Like, what are you thinking? But no one had the guts to be like, dude, no, because I I guess he's M night Shyamalan. What do you do? Argue with M night Shyamalan? I mean, you should. I I think so. Every word out of Prisca's mouth (laughs) bothered me. Like she was just so shrill and I just didn't like her. And Guy, with all of his statistics, I was like, oh my god, if like I was married to someone that just constantly gave out statistics, I would try to, <laughs> like, that would drive me insane. <laughs> oh my god. If that was my dad, too. 45%, blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, fuck off. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I... I really do like M. Night Shyamalan. I I love some of his movies, but he is not perfect. And I feel like one, I was really starting to have faith in his filmmaking abilities again. I was like, you know, he had a few years with some stinkers, you know, but he's getting back into it. Split was really good. We had some good moments here. And then I don't know. Are we are we just back to Lady in the Water territory? Are we back into Oh god, I don't even know all the other ones. <laughs> I don't remember anything about Lady in the Water, so I can't speak to that. I think I saw it, but like I don't really remember it. Yeah, but I no, remember being I, like no. Oh, I the happening. That's theaters. the other one. <laughs> oh. The only can I tell you? So I yeah. also like I remember about like I remember the movie The Happening for the most part, but the thing that I remember about The Happening the most is that there was like something that happened with like the New York um like posters like the in the subway 
And I feel like it like someone just made all of them say the penis. And so like that's all that I think of when I think about the happening. <laughs> that's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um <sighs> so that this movie's a fucking trash fire. So <laughs> I wrote down some things. Okay. It lives really cute though. It does <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. He is. But like, eh, I don't. This the storytelling is just so obvious and like yeah. not interesting. The dialogue is bad. Like I just don't know what I'm supposed to be getting out of this. It's not scary. It's not interest. I mean, it's a very interesting concept. But if you saw the trailer, you're like, oh, that's an interesting concept. But there's literally like nothing more to it. And, like, the little that there is that's more to it, you figure it out in, like, the first ten minutes of the movie. Like, the twist isn't... That's what I mean when I say the twist is non-existent. Yeah. Like, at the beginning of the movie, we find out a pharmaceutical company owns this... Owns this resort. And we already know that the beach is shitty. And we already know they're taking them to the beach. So, like, I figured it out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Sorry, this is nothing to do with anything. I mean, it does because it's the movie. But I started laughing so hard at the end when um, Jasper from The Holiday, he plays the doctor, yep. is like trying to kill uh, Gail Garcia Bernal. And then she comes out with the rusted thing. And she's like, rust is like poison to the blood or something like that. And I was just like, what is this? I was like, like, all of the I dialogue can't. is like that. I was like, I it's, can't handle that. It's like watching Sesame Street. Yeah. The Sesame Street of horror. Like, it's, <laughs> Rest it, is poison to the, the minute it enters the bloodstream. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I hate I'm sorry. Movie. And this rapper name, I can't. I cannot. Say, I've been, I haven't said it because I know that you want to say it. Mid-sized sedan. Who did that? At there night. is a rapper. On the beach, and his name, his character name, is Midsize Sedan, and he has to say it multiple times throughout the film yep. with a straight face. Yeah, poor guy. And everyone an has to listen to him say that with a straight face and not laugh. And so for that reason alone, everyone in this film should get an Oscar. <laughs> I like, agree. What the fuck? Mid-sized sedan. And like, I get it. Rap names can be kind of crazy sometimes, but mid-sized sedan? No one wants to be that. No one's name is mid- No one. I um, I was texting a friend when I was watching this last night, and I was like, this movie is so funny, but not on purpose. No. And I was like, there's a character who's supposed to be a rapper, and his name is Midsize Sedan. And my friend was like, oh, come on, you're fucking with me. No. I, like, I swear it's to God. It's real. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> the, uh, and the, uh, Prisca, I think, has the most insane lines of the whole film because, like yeah. she, you said, she says this. <laughs> this it is- drives me insane. <laughs> She's like Captain Obvious. I'm a curator for the museum. I'm telling you this because I want you to trust me. Yeah. I want what? you to trust <laughs> What? Oh my god. It's like watching um a movie with really bad subtitles. Yes. But the su- yes. and you know the subtitles are wrong? Yes. 
except it's not written with subtitles and they're right. <laughs> these are the real words that were written for these people to say. That's exactly oh my God. what they're like. That's so funny. That's exactly it. And I had to it. write mid-sized sedan in my notes multiple times, and I'm real upset about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. I don't I don't I don't I don't even know what to do with this. And there's a there's oh I did I wrote the rust thing down too. <laughs> Why so stupid? <laughs> They're so stupid. It's it's just like, I mean, I guess watch it with your friends and laugh at how bad it is. That's the kind yeah. of movie it is. It's just that bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like I was expecting it to be bad. I was not expecting it to be like this. This is like insanely. This, awful. It's a comedy. It should be re-released, not re-released, but re branded as a comedy yeah if he was like ha 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 you guys watched my comedy i'd be like yeah it was hilarious it's like sedan. i know <laughs> how'd you even come up with that it's the funniest movie i've seen all year oh my god i'm very curious to read the graphic novel it, it's nothing like this it sounds like nothing like this well that's why i'm like why if they had something good did they make it uh, this i don't know i don't know uh-huh. i do not know the world will never know. I do. So we, so the the kids are growing really fast, and I mean, bless these actors; they're doing their best. But like, <laughs> you have to act like a six year old as a teenager, and man, is that hard? Because like I, f- and they have to keep saying things like. I I feel different. I feel older, but my brain feels smarter. You know, like I see in colors now. I but I only saw in four colors before, and now I see in twelve colors. And it's like, what? Why are why is this being described like? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I I'm really speechless. I'm spe- I was speechless watching it, and I'm speechless now. <laughs> In fact, I recommend this movie to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Because what in the actual fuck are we doing? Oh, my God. It's true. (laughs) I take it back. I want everyone to watch this movie. I don't even want to talk about it. I just want everyone to watch it. Because what in the actual fuck? I was like, I really wish that I was like watching this with someone right now. Because it's a movie... That should be enjoyed <laughs> in a group, <laughs> or experienced right? in a group. Yeah, that's why when I was asking you yesterday, I was like, when you saw this in theater, were people just laughing the whole time? No, because I. But to been be fair, cracking up in the theater watching yeah, this, there weren't that many people in the theater, mm, so I feel like fair. people might have been like trying to be polite, you know, <laughs> sure. versus like when it's packed, people are like, "Fuck it, all bets are off." But like, oh my god, there weren't that many people in the theater. Sure. sure. <laughs> I did hear some Snickers for midsize sedan because let's be real, how can you hear that and not be like, is this a fucking joke? What idea was that? I like nobody was like, dude, that's not okay. Like no. that's not that's not a rapper's name. That's not appropriate. I don't think we should be doing that. <laughs> 
If I feel like if anybody's ever in a and a where Mid- M. Night Shyamalan is, you know, answering audience questions, someone please ask about Midsize Sedan. Where did was, this come from? I Why? was really hoping it would be in the Why trivia for the film. Not but so much. No. We're on our own <laughs> with how that happened. And he, I mean, every interview I've heard with him talking about this movie, he is dead fucking serious, which is why it's so much worse. <laughs> He's like, I wanted to work around my anxieties of aging and my parents getting older and me getting older. And like, like this was therapy for him or something. Well, How, you know dude? <laughs> At Fine. least someone got something out of it. Maybe just keep it in your closet and revisit it if, if that helps you. Just write it down and read it. We don't. You don't need to subject the world to this ju- this fucking shit. What are you doing? You're a famous, a world famous director, and you feel good about putting this into the world. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do with him. He is the most up and down director. Yeah. In the entire universe. I agree. Like, when it works, it really works. And when it doesn't, we get this fucking... I don't even know what to do with this. Uh, uh, Watch it and take it with a grain of salt. That's all I got. Also, (laughs) let's talk about... Before we move forward, I have to talk about this ending. Because... Okay. So, the youngest kids are the only ones left. Everyone either died or killed someone and whatever. Murdered. Whatever. So we got the two main kids at the end of the movie and they finally figure out, oh, how do we get out? We have this secret note that this kid gave us, which for some reason we didn't think to look at until now. Fine. And for some reason he chose to write about Coral. Yeah. For some reason, even though the kid didn't really seem to know, but he also did know. I I don't know. Did he know? I don't know. I I don't know. So these kids realize now, now 50 years old realize they have to swim through this coral which is super fucking dangerous by the way but i mean they have nothing to lose swim through this coral to get out because then it will block the rocks that are making them age and they won't stop the aging process so they do that but like what did they do after they're just in the middle of the ocean at that point where did they go I mean, they found their way back to the thing, obviously. How is that book dry? <laughs> oh, it was in um, plastic. Where did they get plastic for that? They, it was when they found it. I think it was in plastic. Okay. So it was they in put a plastic it, bag. Mm-hmm. Like the per, whoever wrote it, like put did it he, in like, a Ziploc bag. Did he like shove it in his pants? Because I didn't see him holding onto he it. Put it right in his pants. Okay. <laughs> he needed two hands to swim. Couldn't risk losing it, so shoved it down down the pants. And that would stay there when you're swimming? I think some men's swim trunks have that little netting to, mm. you know, hold everything in place. I don't know. Where did they get the extra bathing suits? Were they there somewhere? Did I the miss mom, that part? The mom said something about, oh, put on my extra bathing suit or something to the daughter when she obviously outgrew her. Do you often go to the beach with an extra bathing suit? Never in a million years. Okay. <laughs> Is that a thing that I pack? <laughs> I mean, it would have been smart if it was in with the food. Sure. 
They did not do that. No, the mom like specifically was like, go put on that extra bathing suit that I packed. Like everything is just very. They all had extra bathing suits though. Like there was multiple times where the kids changed like twice. I was like, who is that again? Because now they're wearing a different bathing suit. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, because he would have definitely outgrown that six-year-old bathing suit. Yes. Quickly he did. Uh, He did. Mom, it's too tight. I'm taking my bathing suit off. Yeah, I'm getting naked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And I didn't, I mean, we didn't even talk about the pregnancy, but I really don't want to. No, that's the everything. No, no, thank you. What you did is how babies are made. (laughs) I thought it took at least 10 times. Why would he think that? Just the once, bud. (laughs) Just the one time. That's what six-year-olds think about sex. Six-year-olds don't think about sex like that. No. No. They don't have the brain capacity to draw that conclusion that it would take 10 times. I could see a teenager, maybe, thinking that way. But he's supposed to be six. He's not even supposed to know what sex is. So, like, I understand. They shouldn't have even, like, had that conversation. Mm Because it makes more sense that they had sex not knowing what they were doing. Totally. Than it does for him to say, oh, I thought it took ten times. I already knew about sex as a six-year-old. Yeah. And I thought it took ten times as a six-year-old. That's a thought I had. That's a thought he had. That nobody told me and I came up with by myself. Has Emily Chamelon met a six-year-old? Your guess is as good as mine. I'm going to guess yes because he has children, you know, but (laughs) (laughs) you never know. Oh, my goodness. I'm done. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie, but definitely watch it. Yeah, please watch it. And then let's talk about it more. (laughs) Please. Can we all just talk about how fucking awful this movie is? Yeah. (laughs) This is the best kind of awful movie, though, to be real. Because even when he fucks up, at least he fucks up in a way that's entertaining. (laughs) It's so entertaining. Like, this movie is 100% watchable. Like, it's not good. No. But you you will watch it and you will be like, what? Why? So many times. Yeah. You'll either be angry or laughing. Guaranteed. I This is the second time I watched it and I didn't have a problem watching it. I just was like. I had a problem. I need to text everybody that I know that I'm watching this movie and just get them to watch watch it it silently. That's why I'm like impressed that the theater was quiet. Yeah. You have to have discussions while watching this movie. (laughs) I would also like to say that I am a very quiet person in the theater, but I know if I was in the theater with Carly watching this, I would have not been quiet at all. There's no way. Oh, my God. Because we recently so saw a movie together in the theater for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I I feel like I was talking a lot, and I apologize for that, but it's just because you were there. I'm not normally like that. <laughs> we were, like, having a moment. We were having a moment. It was very sweet. All right. That's old. Fuck. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, man. So what's uh, what's going on in your world, I Amy? Mean, I'm excited because once we stop recording, I am going to go to see Black Phone. Yay! In the theater with my friend. I'm not even going alone. I thought I was fully expecting to go alone today. I was going to go at like 1030 and I was going to go by myself. But I posted on the internet. I'm like, hey, I'm going to see this today. If you want to come? And then my friend was like, I want to go. And I was like, really? Awesome. Let's do this. Amazing. I know. Most of my friends don't like horror movies. So... I was surprised by that. You'll have so much fun. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not too intense for them because I would think this movie's going to be pretty intense. 
I definitely would like the children thing. Yeah. So just as long as they're not one of your friends that doesn't well, can't handle children stuff. She does have children and I know that she can, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how she does. <laughs> you guys will probably be sitting in the in towards the back of the theater though, right? So I'm it's fingers fine. crossed, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um have you been so watching really, anything else? I'm really excited for that. Um I have been continuing Severance. We haven't, you know, made it too far. We're kind of slow on our way i like to watch one episode at a time for that yeah. movie or for that show because it's, it's kind of intense it is i just started it yesterday yeah are you liking it though i am i'm on the i think like half of i'm halfway through the second episode i was okay. watching it while i was eating breakfast nice yeah we're we just finished the third so not nice. far ahead of you but i like it i like it a lot but yeah it's a lot so just a little bit of time for me yeah. um i rewatched bridesmaids Still so, hilarious. So good. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is so funny in that movie. She, she is, is hilarious. Like, there's so many funny women in that movie, but she is by far the funniest woman in that movie. And I don't, if you rewatch Bridesmaids, like, rewatch that scene where they're at the Brazilian restaurant because they think they're, there's a scene where they're talking about bridal shower themes. <laughs> And, you know, they're like, oh, we'll do French. And like Ellie is Ellie Kemper's like, oh, we could do Pixar, you know, because it's such her such her yeah. thing. And I feel like this whole scene must be like ad libbed, must be ad libbed because yeah. Melissa McCarthy goes or Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> and every I don't know every character in that in that scene that you have that's that's on camera is like biting their lip instantly trying not to laugh <laughs> it is hilarious it doesn't look like any of them are expecting it i love she's that. just going off and will just beat the shit out of her <laughs> that's so funny she's just watch so that scene funny. and watch how they're all like just trying not to to fucking break it's really really obvious that they're trying not to break and sure. i never noticed it before because <laughs> you're so focused on her Oh, brilliant man. it's a, it's a brilliant comedy she's to rewatch honestly if you watch almost every scene with melissa mccarthy someone is touching their mouth or biting their lip like almost every scene in that entire movie they're trying not to break when she's talking like i don't i never noticed it before but if you rewatch pay attention because it's it makes it even funnier <laughs> I love her. She's such a gem, a comedic she genius. Is. She is. What What have you been watching? Um, so I started Severance. I obviously finished Gilmore Girls. Obviously, the, not the not the Netflix series. Oh, we didn't go into Netflix territory. Not yet, but I think I'm going to this time. Okay. I didn't last time, but it's been no. a while since I've seen it. So I think it's a it's, little. It's a little angering. <laughs> yeah, it's. But, fr- I mean, yeah. But you should still probably watch it. You know, That's I'm cool. here. I've made it this far. Sure. Why not? Um, I watched the latest episode of The Boys and the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I really liked that series. It made me cry. Yeah. Tony's um, been trying to get me to watch it and I haven't been able to. That's okay. What Have you watched any of The Boys yet? I haven't. Okay. We'll get there. I forgot. I forgot about it. I know you told me to watch it and I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch it. And then I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to have fun with it probably. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's all I've been watching. I started, or I read, um, for books, as far as books go, I finally finished Lady from the Black Lagoon. 
I think I said that already. You did last Um, week. (laughs) And then I read the Jeff Lemire Moon Knight volume one called Lunatic. And it's kind of definitely gave me like the show vibes a little bit. And I really liked that. Nice. Um, And then I added the book that you told me to read on Libby, but I have a while to go before it's available. Oh, yeah. It's a popular book. Yeah. So we'll... We'll see when I jump into that, and I'm kind of debating on what I'm going to read next. Nice. I have um, I finished my audiobook. I don't know if I'm going to – it's a series, and I don't know if I'm going to continue with it because it wasn't yeah. that great. Um, so I need to find a new audiobook because I do like listening to audiobooks while I'm working, I find, when I'm trying yeah. to do, like, more thoughtful, busy work. It's kind of, sure. like, nice to have in the background. Um so I need to find a new one. It's hard to find one on Libby that's like ready to yeah, listen. Yeah, that's I'm like, but I want to read now. <laughs> I don't understand why, you know, there's a limit. It's like, it's not real. Right? Like, you're not going to run out. <laughs> but Okay, fine. I'll wait. This is not the fun part of the library that we were hoping to keep in the digital age. <laughs> no, I just want to be like, this is what I want. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Well, Carly, it's <gasps> July almost. Oh, my God. It's just around the corner. Guys. And, I mean, as our listeners may or may not be aware, we kind of hand the show over to you in July. So yes. you can do something a little special. Would you like to discuss that? I would love to. So uh, July, I don't even remember how this started. I think there was like one year where I really wanted to do like Lake Placid and like Deep Blue Sea. And obviously, July was just so perfect for it. And obviously, it's also my, not obviously, you know, you might not know this, but it's also my birthday month. It's obviously your birthday. <laughs> obviously. Everyone knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where well, I as, have 80s were weird month yeah. and you have your aquatic horror month. I have aquatic horror month. That's my thing. And this is this is your yeah. thing. So, so you curate I'm, your turn. I'm really excited about it. I don't really know. I think all of the movies that I've chosen, I've never seen before. Um, so I'm really excited. I don't know how it's going to go. But you know what? That's just the that's, way the cookie crumbles. That's part crumbles. of the fun of it. I mean, I've picked how many horrible 80s movies that I thought were going to be really good. A lot. A lot. So you get, you know, you get some passes here. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah. The, the pressure's off then? Yeah. The pressure should be off because yeah. think about how many awful movies I've made you watch over There's the years. going to be a few not great ones, but maybe there will yeah. be a few surprises. Yeah. You know? I'm actually so. excited about one of the movies you picked for next week. Yeah, so we're going to jump in with um, two, I think they're newer movies, The Deep House, which is streaming on Prime Video, Paramount Plus, and Epics, and Sea Fever, which is on Hulu, Hoopla, and Canopy. Um, And actually, so one of the movies, was it Possessor, is on Canopy and also Hulu that we watched this week. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that on Hulu, for me at least, it had commercials. And I was like, I don't really want to experience this with commercials. So if you have a library card, you can, like, for, I think it's like 4,000 libraries participate. You can actually sign up for Canopy, and it's totally free. And it's really cool. So, yeah. So, um just in case you didn't know what Canopy was all about. Just I don't look. have commercials at, in, on Hulu. Yeah, I do. Mm. I just pay for the, the minimum. <laughs> mm. It's really not that much more to not have to watch them, though. 
Well, don't you have live TV though? Through I Hulu? got rid of it. Oh, oh. I did have it, but I um, it's so expensive, and yeah. I was like, we weren't using it enough mm-hmm. to really warrant spending that much more for it. So, yeah. um, once Tony's like sports season kind of ended, we we moved on over to just regular without commercials, and it's much better. Do you nice. have the live version? No. Yeah. Then you're fine. I mean, it's pretty cheap. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those, I'm really excited about both of those movies. I've been wanting, I don't really know much about The Deep House, but I've been wanting to see that one for a while. I mean, I, I just read the synopsis and I thought that that sounded interesting enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'll, it'll be a fun first week. I'm stoked. Yay. Me too. Buckle up, buttercups. Yes. Because it's aquatic horror month. (laughs) We're going to dive on in to aquatic horror month. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of all the the quirky ways to say it. That's all I got for now. Swimming in to the the cave of horror. Yes. (laughs) Instead of the cave of wonders. That's right. It's a little different. It's, All right, it's I gotta a shark go. head instead of a tiger head. Okay. I, I gotta go because I'm gonna go see a movie. All right. Uh, in the theater. Let's wrap it up. Like a grown up. Woohoo. All right. So that's it. Uh, until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Bye.